This is the Ghost Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary. And today we have a guest, Hassandra. She is telling us her story today from Georgia. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's dive right in. Tell me about yourself and then let's dive in a little bit to your ghosting story. Okay, well, I'm Hassandra, and like you said, I am located in Georgia at the moment. Um, have a lot of titles, wear a lot of hats, and I actually am a life consultant, which is one of my titles. So I help people to solve problems and to basically achieve their goals that they have in life. One area that I focus on is love. So dating has been um, a challenge for me, and I share my challenge through books, music, and speaking at different events to help people. And I also share my challenges or I also share my challenges just in general conversation like this. Do you think you have challenges because you have a lot of self-awareness about the topic? I think I have challenges because I have the experience. Um, I, well, I've experienced the challenges and just life in general, just mm-hmm. living, understanding how to date, going through the journey of dating. So you're going to, encounter some people that's um that's not so uh mature when it comes to dating I'll use that word Mm -hmm. so what would you say are the biggest challenges that you see I think some of the biggest challenges that I see or that I've faced are people who are hurt that's not healed they want to move on because they want the security they want the company they want the conversation but they don't quite want the relationship and they don't want to invest the energy or the time. That's the biggest thing that I faced in the last two, in the last relationship that I had, and I would call it the last situationship that I had, their issue was they they didn't, it's not that they didn't like me. It was the fact that they were in love with someone else. So it affected me. And so how did it end? What happened? Oh, of course it ended <laughs> um, with my situationship. Uh it ended kind of smoothly uh, with the relationship. It ended rough, but we went back and kind of talked things out because I'm the like I'm the type of person that don't like to leave a lot of loose ends, and I like closure, which is why the last situation where I got ghosted was a little challenging because I I really invested energy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is what is so hard about ghosting is not getting that closure when we can get answers to anything today and to not have that answer just is really hard for people to sometimes just get over that and move on. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about your ghosting. Tell me about how you met your ghost. So I actually met my ghost on a online dating platform. And I was, you know, kind of intrigued by their demeanor, uh, their conversation. So we actually went out on a few dates and had spent some time together. This was like my first time ever experiencing certain activities. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is cool. Cause I'm not the just take me to dinner type girl. I like to have fun, do things that's outside of the box. And they were, they were like that as well. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. So I started catching feelings and, you know, calling, sexing, we're communicating. Not as much as I wanted to, but I was like, I don't want to push the issue because of their schedule. I just kind of want to play this cool. We don't want to over love because I'm a Leo and I'm a lover. I'm a Leo (laughs) also. (laughs) Yes, we give so much. So I had learned from my past experiences, take it slow, let them learn you, you learn them. So I'm thinking things are just going great. We went out on a date. The next day I text 
no response. I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're working. Next day, no response. Next day, I text again, no response at all. So I am just like, what in the world is going on? Maybe something happened to them. So I said, I'm just going to wait a week. I'm going to wait a week and then I'm going to reach out again and, and see if they text back. I text, no response. So then I call, no response. I call again about, I say about four or five hours later, still no response. I was like, oh my gosh, I think I just got ghosted. And every part of me was hurt. I was really hurt this time. I was hurt in the situation because like I said, I invested a lot of energy. I let my guard down. I didn't, you know, blame them for anything that anybody done in the past. I had did some self-work, some self-healing. So I was just, I was surprised by the whole situation, but I had done some self-work this time. I had did some self-healing, um, just really learning how to evaluate my feelings. So I really allowed myself to be hurt for a few days and just really process those feelings on the inside before I moved on to another situation. But um, yeah, that 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 really that really hurts. That one that one hit me in the stomach. And I know sometimes from my own experiences is you almost feel sometimes like, are you crazy? Like, are you making this up that there was something there? Because when they just disappear like that, you're like, did that really happen? Was that real? Sounds like maybe did you have some of those same feelings and thoughts? I did. I went back and like I said, I reviewed, I processed, I evaluated. And honestly, I just could not for the life of me understand. But I had to work and take my own advice and first tell myself, this is not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. And I actually, the last message that I sent them, I said, I don't know if this is your way of how you end things. I said, but it's, it's your choice how you end things. I would have ended things a lot differently if it was an issue out of respect for you. And I'm, and I was basically telling them because you've been around me, you know, how I operate, you know, that ghosting was an issue from the beginning. Cause I've told you about those experiences. I've shared with you those experiences. I've opened up to you and you do exactly the thing that I asked you not to do. Because I've learned when I'm starting a, a situationship or starting to talk to someone or try to engage on more of a romantic journey, I tell them, please, I ask one thing of you. If there's something that if you no longer want to do this or there's something about me that you don't like or, you know, you can't accept, just give me enough respect or respect me enough to let me know. And I will do the same. And I've done that. If there's something about a person that I just know I cannot tolerate this. I'll tell them, <laughs> you know, I'm telling them off real. No, you, I think you're a, a credible person, but you're not the person for me. Mm -hmm. We're compatible, but I don't feel a connection. And I'm real honest about that up front. And even though I want that in return, I tell myself, everybody's not going to give you what you want. Some people are just in fear about honesty and being direct. And I think that they're a lot more concerned about how they feel and they don't really care about how you feel. Like they really haven't made that next like step in their mind to have empathy for other people. And I like what you said earlier about how you took a few days just to let yourself feel hurt because I think sometimes with ghosting, because you kind of feel like maybe you're crazy or, or whatever, that you don't allow that like to yourself to go through the cycles of, mm -hmm. of, of like a breakup or a loss 
but it, and, and I've heard it referred to as an unambiguous loss where you don't really know, like, are they going to come back? I, you know, did something happen to them? Was it really a loss? And that I think can just make, yeah, that, that whole healing process um, harder, but it sounds like, you know, giving yourself that time to experience the feelings, which are all valid feelings is, is the way to go. And, and what I've also learned is it can come in cycles. So I can mm-hmm. feel the loss, feel the anger, then kind of feel better about it. And then it can start all over again. Now I started to feel some anger recently. <laughs> um, and, and it's, it's been a while. I would say it's been about a good month and a half, but I actually got really angry the other day. I was, uh, I decided to reactivate the account cause I wound up getting off of the account completely just to kind of give myself time to process and, and for some other reasons, but that was one of the reasons. But I wound up running across their profile again. And I was like, ouch, <laughs> you know? So I reached out and I was just like, hey, I ran across your profile. And man, you know, that was like, hit me in the chest. Still no response. And I'm like, wow, this is very, very interesting that I know you see it, you know? you've connected with me, but you still haven't said anything. And sometimes I think that is guilt. People can have things going on in, in their life that um, that uh, that affects the way that they date, but still communication is key. Communication is everything. And in our society today, ghosting is okay. And sometimes ghosting is actually praise. People reward you for hurting other people. And I think that is one of the lamest things ever to say, oh, I went out with this girl and, you know, we had a good time while I went out with this guy. We had a good time, but I don't want to talk to him no more. It was just for the moment. The whole mm-hmm. time I knew I wanted to be with this person in the background, but I just used them for that moment. Or I might have just used them to um, make this person jealous or make this person mad. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I've literally just been like, listen, um, God, keep me away from those people <laughs> because I don't want to I don't want to deal with those people anymore. I need some people with some great intentions and with the heart and that knows how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I think it's natural for us to assume that our value system and the way we would do things is reflected in the people around us. But you have to realize, I think through dating, especially you learn a lot about um, yourself and also just the people around you and just the human psychology in general. And that so many people are not capable. They're no, We're not all at the same level. And you know, I've done that too, or I'm like, I would never do this. So I don't understand why this person can do this. Uh, Well, I was saying a lot of it has to do with the background, the background, Mm -hmm. their character, how they was raised, their environments, and then not healing from past hurts. Yeah, definitely. So I know I've had a lot of people say that the ghosting, how that happens to them is kind of a surprise and there weren't really a lot of warning signs, but then you go back and you sort of rethink the situation. So now that you've gone through it and then this has been the outcome, are there things that you now kind of recognize that you probably should have seen as red flags or didn't at the time? So the thing about red flags for me is I kind of reflect or look at myself and see what I do that could be a, a red flag to someone else. It can seem like a red flag, but it's not. So honestly, when it comes to red flags, I don't look for them. (laughs) You know, I just kind of let things process and I let people be who they are and show me who they are and then make an observation from how they treat me, how they talk. Not really a red flag because we change our minds every day. 
you know, so I don't really look for red flags. And I know that may be a little outside of the box, way out the side of the box, but red flags aren't, um, yeah, red flags aren't, aren't big for me. It's more about just character and, and response and what you show me. Cause just like I've learned from my past situations, I want to really believe that other people have learned from their past situations too. So they might still be in the process of adjusting their language. Um, they might still be in the process of adjusting their mind. And it may seem like a red flag, but it's really not. Like I'm clingy. I'm a clingy person. I, I'll admit to that. And that may be a red flag for someone who's dating me. But also I know how to balance out my clinginess. So even though I'm showing you clingy and that may flag you, that's real. I know how to how to conduct myself where I'm not just in your face all day or calling you all day or under you all day. I'm also a businesswoman. I'm also a mother. You know, I'm also a nonprofit founder. Uh, you know, there's so many things that I do that I can't be under you all day. So that red flag that throws you off may have just missed. You might have missed out on your blessing because of it. So I try to take that mindset when um, when just looking at people's character. So do you have any theories about why they did it? I believe that they were openly dating. Um, I was clear from the beginning that exclusive dating was by preference. Um, and then we kind of started off real interesting. Uh, there was not a lot of communication as far as like what we wanted, but more of who are you type thing. So I just think that there was somebody else in the background that just may have been ranked up a little higher than me. <laughs> you know, that their, their interests might have been more there than with me and they they made a decision and it wasn't me. That's so interesting because you think that would be such an easy thing for them to tell you if that's the case. And I think that a lot of times it's not told to you that you wasn't their pick because they think you're going to be sad or, you know, upset. But my thing is just say it or just the fe- or just fear or they want that option to return. And I had to ask myself, if this person reaches out to you, would you give them another chance? And that's the question right now. I'm like, you know what? I probably would with this person, which is horrible to say because of what they're what they've done. But is it that I want to give them another chance or do I want to get in their space to actually have a conversation with them about why they did what they did? What do I really want? So I've been back and forth with that question in my mind. Yeah. And I think about that a lot too. And I generally feel like I would in the first couple of months after that, at least to have the conversation, like you're saying, but the further I I get away from the event itself, like if it's been six months or so since I was ghosted um, by somebody, I feel less and less inclined to talk to them ever again. Just the more time that they let go by with being okay with what they did and not reaching out and not, you know, I just want even like an apology. Of course, everyone who's been ghosted wants an apology. So I'm curious to see how that evolves over time for you, because I definitely like right after it happens because you, you like the person, right? That's the thing about it is there was no like falling out. You didn't necessarily see things in them. You didn't like you, you liked them and you thought they liked you and you're still in that mode for a while while you're still kind of processing and reconciling what they're, what they did versus who you thought they were. Mm -hmm. And that, that makes a a big difference when you have to really divide the two. And another thing that's helped me is just self-love, you know, just talking to myself, reminding myself of who I am, what I want, 
what I deserve, what I'm capable of obtaining, and just being able to invest in something that also wants to invest in me, that understands my character, my values, my roles, and actually wants to do what I need them to do while being who they are, not manipulating them to a certain individual. Um, And one other issue that I have is because I play so many titles and I have so many roles, it's kind of people will date me and they'll see what I do and it's kind of intimidating to them. So they'll stop talking to me. And and I hear a lot, well, I've never met a woman like you or I've never met a person like you or your mind works a little different. And I'm like, so that's a downfall because you don't know how to, uh, how to kind of roll with me or, or vibe with me or respond to me that intimidates you a little bit. So that, that's something that, um, I'm, I'm a little afraid of in, in, but I have to also just remember that there's somebody who's going to equal my energy. Yeah, I am hundred percent with you on that because I, I, as I've shared on this podcast, I'm the CEO of a tech company mm-hmm. and I'm generally more successful than most of the people I meet on dating apps. And I, I, completely agree that I think that is really intimidating to a lot of men because a lot of them come from that mindset of needing to be the provider and needing to be the person to take care of the woman. And I've heard that, you know, men really want to feel useful and sometimes they don't know how to deal with that or they just, they just feel really uncomfortable. Um, But what I always think is so ironic is that I think like women like us, I don't mean to speak for you, but I want a man to take care of me. Like I want to be able to let go and give that up to someone. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing. And that's something that I really, really stress. I'm like, listen, if we decide to go forward with this, I never want to pump my gas again. <laughs> I don't want to take out trash. I want to come home and complain a little bit. Like I want a safe place. I want you to be that person. Even if you don't make more money than me, even if your titles don't equal up, you equal up to what I want as a person. You know, I'm not looking for those things. I'm looking for a lifelong lifelong partner, you know, my future forever, somebody who's going to encourage me and I can encourage them. We're building an empire together. So what we have, you know, is ours. It's not just mine. So if you equal my energy and you be who you are, then that's going to show me if we, if we can do this or not. Yeah. And then when someone shows you that, they can't communicate with you and they'd rather just pretend you don't even exist. I mean, they can't be that person to you. They show you that. And that's where the self-love comes in. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm saying on my affirmations, I want my partner to be a good communicator and you can't communicate with me. Do I really want you as bad as I think I do? Or do I just not want to let you go because of this feeling of I need an explanation or I need a do-over because I like you as an individual, even though you can't communicate. So mm-hmm. who's who really has a problem? I think mm-hmm. that I have the problem because only I can adjust that. And that's just, again, goes to that self-work. You mm-hmm. can't change anybody else. The only person you can focus on is yourself. And that's what's helping me through these ghosting situations as I get back out there in the dating field. Because I've only been dating again since November of 2021. So it's been very, very interesting. I've always been in uh, long-term relationships, uh, high school sweetheart. I was married for six years. So I've always been in in a long-term situation. So this has been a very interesting journey for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) It's been really great speaking with you. Is there any last piece of advice or words of wisdom you'd like to pass on to the listeners? If I could tell 
a person that is experiencing ghosting anything right now, it would just be, it is not your fault. Just be who you are and the person that you desire will come along. Thank you so much for joining me today. Where can our listeners find you? So you can find me by going to www.hassandra.me. And on my website, I also have a link where you can purchase my new book, Unattached the Final Season. It is my 20-year journey of finding the authentic me in the area of romantic love. I also have where you can set up a one-on-one life coaching session with me. And we can get your dreams achieved by actually designing a customized plan. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And listeners, if you have a ghost story you'd like to share, you can reach out to us at theghostpodcaststories at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theghostpodcaststories. You can also find us online at theghostpodcast.com. And if you like this podcast, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast and hopefully it will help them as well. As always, thanks for listening.